Hey, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another scintillating episode. This one, number 10 of the Gary Talks 2 podcast, the overwhelming favorite of all those snooty coastal elites and their minions, and of course, also enjoyed by the most charming folks around. As I've mentioned before, if you are one of those coastal elites, a minion or, or a charming folk with an opinion, and you would like to join me here on the podcast or just send in the opinion to be read, I will tell you how to do those very things later on in this here podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to try to show how the effect of systematic segregation and denial of opportunity and basic rights and dignity that started almost from the inception of the colonies and carries on today has had a huge snowball effect manifesting itself in far, far too many ways to count on this podcast. So what do you say we get this uh, show on the road, shall we? So what uh, exactly do I mean when I say that this shameful legacy of ours lives on to this very day? Well, easily one of the most insidious and uh, pernicious ways this happens is through the effort to deny black populations any chance to improve their lot in any real meaningful way, and it's done in a very structured way. I'd be willing to wager that if you took a rebel trader from 1861 and set him down in parts of Louisiana, he would see that uh, nothing had changed much at all. How is this done, you astutely ask? First, control over another's economic situation is the best way to control them. Start out by denying employment opportunities to blacks. Then when the law starts to make that more difficult, you deny the entire population educational opportunity opportunity so that they could uh, compete on a more even playing field. By keeping someone from the classroom, you doom them to a marginal existence where just getting by is a major challenge. You also deny people the chance to see themselves reflected uh, in a popular culture. No black writers, no black film stars, no black directors or singers or designers or inventors or executives or even pilots. I'd been flying for uh, 15 years before I shared the cockpit with a black uh, pilot just because there weren't any. And then on top of that, forced by banks, redlining, and just hateful racists to live in blighted, lesser-served areas. So no chance to accumulate uh, any generational wealth to pass on, improve their situation. So, an entire population is ostracized from, quote, polite society by these ugly tools and tricks. Deny all rights, deny a voice, deny any chance, deny education, and deny them any hope, and leave them drowning in America.
Okay, I'm back. So where is this all leading, you may be wondering. And if so, I'll give the hardest of hard evidence now that proves my point, and the point of so many others who care so much about equality for all of us here in America. We have a, a state down south that has the most abysmal record when it comes to maternal and infant health in all of the developed world. I'm talking, of course, about the Pelican State, the home of the Mardi Gras and Cajun cooking, Louisiana, yay! I hear some of you out there saying, but, but Gary, what can one person do? I don't know. You could uh, well, start a podcast or just speak out. Or Here's my suggestion. Vote for decent people who share your values and then uh, speak out some more. But the good news here is that there are good people out there who are working to make this appalling situation better since it can't really get much worse. They have a good guy there as governor, John Bell Edwards, who has to overcome a lot to get anything done at all. He recently made possible a grant to study this issue and gather reliable data so they'll know where to start attacking it. More importantly, though, and groundbreaking as far as I'm concerned, is the movement to doulas and midwives. Thanks to the Doula Law Project, there are guidelines and procedures now to become certified with standards of care. The State Department of Health, after not really being uh, very much interested in this whole doula thing, now has a statewide registry of doulas, and they are, of course, certified. These practitioners, well, this, regis this registry, of course, can help you find a doula or even become one, if you so choose. And these practitioners, these doulas and midwives, have already overseen thousands of affordable, successful births and provided thousands of affordable hours of follow-up care for mother and child, which is, if anybody, uh, anybody out there has lived through raising a family, you know that those uh, days and weeks and months following bringing the baby home are, are probably the scariest. And But Gary, you say, I don't live in that bug-filled place, that mosquito-infested place, and frankly, would rather die than move there. So what can I do? First, uh, take a minute out of your busy day sometime and, and read up on doulas and uh, what it is they do, as well as uh, who they are and where they come from. Second, if you do live in or move to an area with this problem, this infant and mortality and maternal mortality problem, you can advocate for this simple, inexpensive, and affordable solution. And here's the important thing. If you have now or ever have had a mother, then you should just care about this. Okay, everybody, you know what time it is, don't you? Come on. You know what time it is. It's that time you've been waiting for, nay, dying for. Well, uh, that's not fair. Maybe not dying, but riven with anxiety. Riven, I say. 
So here we go. Next stop, political rant. Okay, let me brush the dust off here. Today I want to stay down in the magnolia-scented south for this rant, since it is not only the birthplace of treason and rebellion, but also some of our quainter customs in our culture. This newest one they have down there, it's catching on. It, It involves sticking your nose into the most inappropriate places you can think of with the aim of dictating other people's behavior. So one of the many underlying reasons for all this crap in Louisiana is their hateful, hateful abortion restrictions. So to try and lend a hand and help the situation out, the attorney general, a true dickhead by the name of Jeff Landry, sent out a letter to all physicians and uh, healthcare facilities and threatened anyone who did anything he personally didn't like, sent them to prison, and threaten them with the loss of their license. I heard some clown in Pennsylvania say during the midterms that medical decisions should, of course, be made by a woman, her doctor, and, and I quote here, local politicians. Can you believe that crap? I mean, wow, it's too much. Of course, uh, Mad Dog Abbott in Texas Uh, the guy who doesn't think people should be allowed to take water breaks in the Texas heat when they're working in construction. Anyway, yeah, that guy, Abbott, has led to packing this sick business, making very overt threats to all medical professionals and anyone who tries to help a woman who may be dying and needs help, including neighbors, car drivers, uh, Uber drivers. I suppose they'll get the uh, pilots and the flight attendants next. Some MAGA Nazis even tried to pass laws restricting a woman's right to travel and have discussed putting roadblocks on interstate highways to see if anyone inside a car is pregnant. This is in America, people. America. And at that silly thing that was the uh, MAGA Nazi debate yesterday, Tim Scott said, and I quote here, Blue states cannot be allowed to pass their own laws on this subject. He said that. Blue states cannot be allowed to pass their own laws on this subject. Wow. Uh, There he is, a small government Republican. He He wants the mean, old, evil federal government to tell everyone what they must do. Again, wow. So anyway, I could I could go on and on with these MAGA Nazi excesses. They're uh, they're in the paper every day. They're in the news every day. They're not trying to hide any of them, really. Remember, these are the people who want small government, but are very happy to tell you how you must live every aspect of your life. So when we were watching this on the news the other day, my wife came up with this conundrum. The state will not license a doctor unless they take the Hippocratic Oath and promise to, and I quote, first do no harm and swear to put their patient's interest above everything. Just all the states do that, of course. Then the state says you must ask if someone in the governor's office 
will approve a life-saving procedure while a woman is uh, bleeding to death in your office. And this will be a uniquely unqualified person, a shallow, uninformed person, a person ultimately with an agenda. Not a pretty picture, uh, would you say, ma'am? Okay, everybody, that's, uh, that's it for this episode. I really can't thank you enough for sharing some of your time with me and uh, even for letting me rant just a tad. If you would like to rant or just discuss, whichever, drop me an email at the podcast at gvbrights.com and we'll make that thing happen. Same for an interview, just drop me a line. You can also go to my site at uh, www gvbrights.com and contact me there, as well as to check out how reading a really good book can help kids in Africa. That's right. You can get a chance to read a really good book for free, and by doing that, you'll help a kid in Africa get an education. So go to the website and see how that works. It's a true win-win. You'll, you'll never see another one like it. And while there, be sure to check out my very newest release called Descent. It's an aviation thriller that will have you sharing the cockpit with a nightmare pilot as he tries to uh, dodge trouble and murderers. It will grab you from the opening scene, which actually was taken straight out of my logbook. It's an it's a actual flight I did. I, I think about it often. It was quite spectacular. So if you, wanna, you want to uh, share that experience with me, Get a copy of the book, Help a Kid in Africa, and uh, ride along. So I really do enjoy the feedback, and please don't be shy. Just uh, let me hear from you. So I'll say so long for now, and I'll see you in 10 days or so. So adios, amigos. Okay, we have a little bonus uh, today before I uh, sign off completely. Uh, I shanghaied this young lady walking by the uh, studios here at Tall Gary Enterprises World Headquarters and asked her if she'd come in and say a few words. So uh, would you care to introduce yourself, man? Hi, Dad. It's me, Jess. Oh, <laughs> I thought you looked familiar. Okay. Well, this is my daughter. It's true. She's the youngest of the of the brood. And she is uh, works for one of the major corporations here in America and is doing pretty well. I don't think she has found too much of an obstacle being a, a, a female type person working there. But, and let me set the record straight between Jesse and I, we're the two whitest people on the planet, Absolutely. but we're going to, we're going to talk about race a little bit. And uh, Jesse was lucky enough to grow up, start growing up in Hawaii. And then we moved to Hungary and, and race was never uh, an issue and not an ugly thing. And, and they grew up with very open minds and everything. So, I would just want to ask you, have you come across, and you have a lot of, of black friends in the business and, and in Memphis, have you uh, heard stories of people who maybe are denied an opportunity for promotion at your company or another, or an educational opportunity or anything? Oh, for sure. I think one of the first things that I think about when I uh, have talked to my friends that they've mentioned is something just as insignificant as they feel like they need to keep their hair a certain type of way, especially the female friends that I have in the company. 
they feel like, you know, you can only keep your hair in sort of like Eurocentric styles and not Afrocentric styles. And that if they wanted to wear twists or braids or something like that, it would be seen differently if they were working up in the main office than remote. And they feel like they can have a little bit more freedom there. But it is it is interesting considering the black friends that I have at work and the white friends that I have at work. Most of the black friends that I have are the more educated ones. Almost <laughs> all of them have their MBAs already. Wow. Um, and so they are arguably more prepared for some of the positions that we we share. So huh, interesting. But you recently got your master's. I'm very proud to say. So yes, finally. Yeah. Um, I do remember you telling me a story though once of a, a a black man that was being trained, a young guy, to go out and do service calls. But you said there were some places he probably shouldn't go make those calls. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's part of working in the deep South, I think, and mm. working with a multitude of different types of people down there. Yeah. We had a, a technician who was doing some mobile service work at a customer's house in deep Mississippi and didn't call them to tell them that they were there. And I immediately was really scared for his safety because people are accosted and assaulted for a lot less than that. Um, and he was meant to be on the property and things like that, but he should have uh, you know, made sure to tell the customer that he was there. So it was a little bit on him, but a little bit on the company as well for not backing him up. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. there's there's definitely some stories that coworkers of mine have gone into and said, you know, maybe we shouldn't send X, Y, or Z team member to this store. To the store. Because yeah. I don't think they would be very welcome there. You know, yeah. Confederate flags hanging and yeah, yeah. just the energy that the that store brings. The flag of treason. Your mom and I call it. Yes. Whenever we're driving around and we see one, we yell loser out the window. So <laughs> makes us feel a little bit better. Well, anyway, so thank you so much for uh, stopping by during your busy visit. So what are you doing here visiting uh, Tall Gary Enterprises World Headquarters anyway? Uh, you know, I'm, he I'm here for a boat weekend and celebrating mom's birthday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. that's happening. Okay. So, okay, everybody. So thanks for... Uh, tuning in and listening to our little extra bit here. And together we can uh, say adios amigos.